Welcome to Inside Tinkercast Studios, the show where I reminisce and revisit my favorite episodes of Wow in the World. I'm your host, Mindy! Dennis, can you make a quick announcement about our book? What? We have a book? <sighs> oh, wait, it's coming back to me. Okay, just tell your listeners that the Two What's in a Wow Think and Tinker Playbook is out now and that it's really fun and that they'll learn a bunch of new stuff about things like cotton candy and sloths and toilets. Uh-huh. And that there's also fun challenges that they can do with their family and friends and that it's basically a game show in a book. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they can find out more at tinkercast.com slash shop. Got all that? Sure, 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 sure. Tinkercast.com slash shop. Got it. And say it with enthusiasm, okay? Just give it a little of that old Dennis razzle-dazzle. I prefer razzmatazz. Thanks, Dennis! You're one of the best! Uh, one of? Mm, nah, let's do the book announcement later. Mindy won't care. Besides, we have to get to the voicemails from my devoted listeners. Let me just get the old answering machine pulled up here. Okay, there we are. Hi, you've reached Dennis from Inside Tinkercast Studios. Leave me a message. Hi, Dennis. Um, I'm wondering when Calvin Coolidge was president. Well, first of all, I believe it's pronounced Calvin College, which is a private academic institution located in Michigan that officially changed its name to Calvin University in 2000... <laughs> What do you mean he was the 30th president of the United States who held office during the 1920s? Well, what does that have to do with this kid trying to get into college? Oh, Coolidge. Well, my mistake. Next question. Hi, Dennis. My name is Adelaide, and I'm 11 years old, and I live in London, England. I've been roller skating for a while, and I want to pick up rollerblading. Do you have any tips for me? Great question! When making the switch from quads to inline skates, the most important thing is fashion. First, you're going to need a windbreaker from the 1990s. The turquoise and hot pink color scheme is going to make you faster, obviously, but you could also consider turquoise and purple. However, a turquoise, hot pink, and purple combo might also... I was getting to that, Reggie! Let's talk protective gear. The best color for wrist guards is gonna be turquoise with white trim. Look for the ones with triangles and zigzags because that's the... Okay, 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 okay. Best of luck, Adelaide. Next question. Hi, I'm Fergus and I live in Winnipeg, Canada. And my question is, what's your favorite shark? Oh, good question. My favorite shark is the town of Shark in Yell County, Arkansas. There is so a town named Shark in Yell County, Arkansas. Well, that's true. Technically, it's an unincorporated community. Thanks for your calls, everyone. If you've got a question for me, call and leave me a message. The number is 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. I just might answer your question on Inside Tinkercast Studios. Okay, that takes care of that. Good question, Reggie. Today's episode of Wow in the World comes to us from Season 3, Episode 15, titled, And the winner is... Ricequake! This episode may seem like an ordinary Hollywood award show for critically acclaimed food-themed movies, 
But it's actually a look at a scientific study that explores the reoccurring ice quakes of Antarctica. I know, totally makes sense. Let's play the episode. <laughs> and now, Inside Tinkercast Studios brings to you a special encore presentation of one of my favorite episodes of Wow in the World. And the winner is... Ricequake! Roll it! Oh yeah, the book thing. I forgot. What was the website? Tinkercast.com slash shop? Well, never mind. We'll just do it next time. Roll it for real! Exciting, Mindy. I know. The last time I saw this many cameras in one room was when I held that press conference for my latest invention last week. Uh, um, what I'm unveiling today is not a revolutionary new form of renewable energy like I had told you. But I think you'll find it just as impressive. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the Pop-Tart Party Peanut! Oh, wait, no, come back. You don't understand. It's a Pop-Tart with a peanut. Mindy, I still can't believe that one of those reporters actually worked for the All You Can Eat Network, and they asked you to host the television broadcast of this year's Nom Nom Awards. And I can't believe you agreed to host it with me. (laughs) Are you kidding me, Mindy? I love the Nom Nom Awards. I watch it every year. The glitz, the glamour, the... The mountains and mountains of free food. Don't mind if I do. Mindy, don't. Hey there, you must be Mindy. Hmm, that's what they call me. And you must be Pyraz. Actually, it's Gyraz. What? Oh, no. Did we get the wrong person? Karen, was it supposed to be Pyraz or Gyraz? Gyraz? Well, there goes the food theme. All right, well, sorry about that, Gyraz. No need to apologize. Okay, then. We're about ready to start here. Just need to get you mic'd up. My old neighbor was named Mike Dup. What? Nothing. <laughs> Save it for the show, Mindy. All right, here are your microphones. And could we get a level from you, please, Guy? Oh, sure. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Guy Raz, and on the show today... Okay, that's great. Thanks. Do you need me to do a few lines, too? Because it's raining tacos. No, that's fine. All right, everyone, are we ready to roll? Great. Okay, Mindy, Guy, good luck. Remember, Mindy, big smiles. My teeth are literally covered in cheese. What? Cheese! Okay, we're live in three, two, one. Coming to you live from the all-you-can-eat buffet across the street from the Dolby Theater here in Hollywood, California, it's the annual Nom Nom Awards with your hosts, Pai Raz and Mindy. Hello and welcome. It's great to be here with you on such a magical and delicious night. I'm Mindy. And I'm Guy Raz. And tonight, we'll be celebrating, paying tribute to, and drooling over some of the biggest names in the 
culinary arts. Oh, and look, Guy Raz, I think I see some of the Nom Nom nominees coming down the marinara red carpet right now. That's right, Mindy. I think I see some of the kernels from A Star is Corn. Oh, and look, here come the wieners from the Isle of Hot Dogs. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sir. What are you wearing tonight? Uh, it's a bun from Kroger's. And I spilled some mustard on it. Oh, ooh la la. Smells delicious. Good luck at the awards tonight. Thanks. Now, Mindy, we shouldn't forget, there are a lot of important awards up for grabs tonight. That's right, Guy Raz. How about the Nom Nom Award for Best Snack? Outstanding performance in a salad or rice dish. Best Supporting Actor in a Casserole. But folks, none draw quite as much attention as the coveted Adapted Screenplay from a Breakfast Food Award. Oh, yes. Spoonlight took it home a few years ago. And I gotta say, ever since, I must think about that cereal bowl every week. Well, Mindy, that's the first award up for grabs tonight, and I think we could be in for a few surprises. Oh, it wouldn't be the Nom Nom Awards without a few surprises. You've got that right. And we'll be right back with more from the Marinara Red Carpet right after this commercial break. And we're clear. This week at the Knuckle Hut, get 50% off your food when you crack all 10 of your fingers at the front counter. Phew, what a rush, Mindy. I forgot how fun being on TV was. Oh, yeah, whatever happened to your Paleolithic cooking show? Oh, well, we got replaced by a flashy new Mesolithic cooking show. Ugh, it always goes that way. But I'm super excited about these awards, Mindy. I've actually been doing a lot of research into this year's nominees, and I think I've got a few predictions. A few predictions? That's right. You know that category that we were talking about just before the commercial break? Yeah, uh, best screenplay adapted from a breakfast food? Yeah, well, one of the nominees from that category is based on an actual scientific study by researchers Itai Enav and Francois Guillard from the University of Sydney in Australia. Whoa, which nominee is it? Rice Quake. Oh, the one featuring Snap, Crackle, and Pop? The very same. Oh, so what was the study about? Well, Mindy... Coming back in five, Oh, four, I'll, I'll tell you during the next break. Three, but, uh, yeah. One. Hello, and welcome back to this year's Nom Nom Awards. I'm Mindy. And I'm Guy Razi. I mean, Guy Raz. <laughs> We're out here in sunny Southern California, right across the road from the Dolby Theater, recording live from the marinara carpet as the last of the Nom Nom nominees make their way into the buffet hall. Ooh, I think I see Christian Kale over there. Christian Kale is Nom nominated for three nommies tonight. Oh, oh, and look, there's the tomatoes from Roma. Ooh, so delicious, so low. You know, Mindy, it's so great to see some foreign foods making it into the awards this year. I know. And speaking of foreign foods, Guy Raz, here comes the tortillas from If Beale Street Could Taco. And with that final pun, it looks like we may be ready to start the award ceremony. Coming up after the break, all the awards you've been waiting for, live from the buffet hall. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we are clear. 
Ah, so Guy Raz, what was the scientific study that the nominee rice quake was based on about? Oh, yeah, right. So these two researchers from the University of Sydney wanted to see how porous material acted when exposed to liquid and put under pressure. And a porous material is a material that has tiny cracks or holes in it, right? Exactly. It's a type of material that isn't completely solid. So like a sponge. Right. So these researchers wanted to see how these sort of materials held up when soaked in a liquid and put under pressure. Okay, got it. So then how did this scientific study inspire the non-stop action adventure disaster thriller Ricequake? Well, Mindy... And we're back in four... Every three, time! Two, one... Welcome back to this year's Nom Nom Awards. The marinara carpet is done and dusted, and we are ready to give out some awards. Up first, the coveted adapted screenplay from a breakfast cereal award. Let's go live now to the buffet floor. And here to announce the nominees for best adapted screenplay from a breakfast food is self-proclaimed foodie Oscar Chow. Oh, wow. This all looks so good. I don't know how to choose. <coughs> Excuse me, I just want to get in here and... <coughs> huh? Oh, we're live? <laughs> uh, hey there, folks, and welcome to the buffet floor, a place where all of your food dreams come true. And also a place where the stuffed chicken wings run out. <sighs> okay, the nominees for best adapted screenplay from a breakfast are... Toastbusters! Category 5 Sourdough! Get it to the Proton Toaster! I can't! There's lactic acid everywhere! Pirates of the Carabaked Bean. Peter Pancakes. Right you are, Wendy. We shan't ever grow up. Here, use this bacon to make a smiley face on your pancake. And rice quake. Ah! The whole darn bowl of puffed rice cereal is about to collapse! Looks like this mission just got a little rice risky. And the winner is... Coming up right after these messages. Oh, why do they always do that? Well, it's all about suspense, Mindy. Okay, well, while I hold my breath, why don't you tell me about that rice crunchy study from Australia? (gasps) Oh, oh, right. Well, as I was saying, these researchers wanted to see how these porous materials reacted when they interacted with fluids. (sighs) Like when I pour milk on my breakfast cereal and it all goes soggy? Yeah, kind of. Okay, but why? I mean, don't get me wrong, I've done countless experiments on my breakfast burritos, but why do these researchers care about the sogginess of their rice crunchies? Because, as it turns out, Mindy, many naturally occurring dams and even some ice shelves, like the ones around Antarctica, are made out of porous materials. Porous materials like rice crunchies, huh? 
Um, and just to be clear, a dam is a structure made out of rocks or stones that helps to stop the flow of water in a river, right? Correct, Amando. Some of them form naturally and others are man-made in order to collect drinking water or even to produce electricity. And so where are the rice crunches coming in all this? Mindy, Mindy, where did you get that bowl of rice crunchies from? There's a bunch of free food over there with my name on it. Well, well, Mindy, as it turns out, rice crunchies are also a porous material. And unlike dams or Antarctic ice shelves, they're small enough and cheap enough to bring into the lab. So these researchers were using these rice crunchies to simulate or model how these ice sheets and dams might react in the wild? Correctamundo. And so what did they find? Well, back and forth. Oh, three, not again. Two, one. Welcome back to Annual Nom Nom Awards. If you're just joining us, Up for Grabs is the coveted adapted screenplay from a breakfast food award. The winner is just about to be announced, so let's head back down to the buffet hall. Okay, here we go. And the winner of this year's Nom Nom Award for Best Adapted Screenplay from a Breakfast Food is... Rice Quay! This is the Breakfast Cereal's third Nom Nom nomination, and its first win. Here to accept the award is Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Oh, wow. Wow. What an honor. What an honor to be Nom Nom nominated alongside some of these other breakfast foods. I love you, pancakes! First and foremost, we'd like to thank the Academy for their great taste in food. Thanks to our parents for always making sure we ate a healthy breakfast. And of course, thank you to the scientists and researchers who did the study that inspired our project. Well, it looks like that's our time. This is such an honor. Thank you all so much. Coming up next, a live performance from A Star is Corn. And we find out which veggie dish we'll be taking home this year's golden carrot. All that and more, live from the all-you-can-eat buffet across the street from the Dolby Theater here in Hollywood, California. And we're out. Oh, man, I really thought Peter Pancakes had this one in the bag this year. Well, Mindy, like I said before, Rice Quakes is based on a real-life scientific experiment. And the Academy always loves a true story. That's true. So how does this study end? Well, as I was saying, Mindy, these scientists were trying to see how porous materials like natural dams and ice shelves reacted to liquids and pressure. Right. And in the lab, these scientists were using rice crunchies to simulate or model those porous materials. Correct, Amundo. Because, Mindy, even though your bowl of rice crunchies might not be as dramatic as a dam breaking or an ice shelf cracking, a bowl of cereal can actually fit in a lab and can actually be measured. And then these researchers can take those measurements and use them to predict how dams or ice shelves might break underwater pressure. Exactly. So how did they measure this bowl of simulation cereal? Well, unlike the bowl of cereal you have here, these scientists put the rice crunchies in a scientific tube. So like a pipe or a hose? Yeah. From the top of the tube, the scientists applied pressure onto the rice puffs. And then they injected liquid into the bottom. Huh. 
And then? Then pumped up the pressure until... That's right. The researchers found that whole layers of the rice puffs would collapse into themselves all at the same time. And they would make this very loud cracking sound. Wow. And then, after repeating the same experiment a few more times, these researchers were able to predict exactly when these rice quakes were going to occur. And so by knowing how and when these rice quakes are going to happen in the cereal tube, these researchers can then predict when and how the same thing will happen with these natural dams and ice shelves out in the real world. That's right. By adjusting their timescale from a few seconds to a few years, these researchers are hoping that this model or scientific estimate as to what is going to happen can be used to understand and predict bigger collapses like the ones you were talking about. That's bonker balls, Guy Raz. No wonder Ricequake won. It sounds like the real award here should go to science. Ugh, that's so cheesy, Guy Raz. It should have had a nom nomination in tonight's dairy category. Speaking of which, Mindy, I think the next award might be coming up. Ooh, what's up next? Uh, let me see here. Ah, best action thriller based on a legume. Oh, my money's on chili con carnage. Have you seen it? I don't think I have yet, but I really love the Swiss chard family Robinson. Mm, I don't think I'd consider that one an action thriller. We are back in three, two, one. Wow in the world will be right back. Grownups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from HarperCollins Children's Books, presenting the Remember Reading Podcast, where you'll discover the stories behind classic children's books, including Charlotte's Web, The Chronicles of Narnia, Monster, and The Bridge to Terabithia. In each episode, you'll hear from award-winning authors and guests as they uncover the story behind the story. Listen with your family at rememberreading.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from Little Passports, offering activity kits to keep kids engaged and expand their minds. Hands-on activities and games invite kids to explore the world and unpack the mysteries of science. They'll travel to countries like France, Brazil, and Egypt, and build scientific wonders like a volcano, a submarine, and a solar-powered car, all from their kitchen table. More at littlepassports.com. Hey, parents. I know the economy can be confusing. That's why this summer, Planet Money is bringing your family all of the answers. Kick back and listen to our new series, Summer School, the eight-week course in economics you will actually love. Listen now to Planet Money from NPR. That's it. Back to the show. Hi, thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Victor, and I live in New Orleans. My wow in the world is Tasmanian devil's ears bright up bright pink when they're upset or aggravated. Goodbye. I love your show. Keep up the good work. Hi, my name is Katie, and I live in California. My wow in the world is that Dark matter is the most common thing in our universe, and we can't see it. Bye, Mindy and Guy Raz. I love your show. 
Hello, Media Gairas. My name is Luga and my name is Kikama. We are calling from Abuja in Nigeria. And our wow in the world is that Benin City Wall and Moat in Nigeria is three times is three times longer than the Great Wall of China. We love your show. We have to write you for us. <laughs> Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Swar, and I live in West Lafayette, Indiana. And my wow in the world is that Komodo dragon spit is poisonous. Thank you. I love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Estelle, and I live in Austin, Texas. And my wow in the world is that some sharks can go without eating for a year. Bye, Mindy and Guy Raz. I love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. I'm called Betty, and I live in France. My wow in the world is that hummingbirds can flap 200 times their wings in one second. Hi, guys. My name is Alistair Adams, and I live in Portland, Maine. And my wow in the world is that cuttlefish use colored striped patterns along their bodies to communicate. Say hi to Reg for me. Hi, my name Guy Ross. My name is Giovanni. I live in Venetia, California, and my wow in the world is only male seahorses have a pouch to keep their babies in. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, Guy Raz. Love your podcast. Hello, my name is Mirabelle, and I'm from Kissimmee, Florida. My wow in the world is that there's a new dinosaur named Zool destroy our shins. Be careful, Rushy. Don't let him destroy your shins. End of messages. Hey everyone, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep on wowing. Jinx! and sent to you by NPR. As parents, one of the toughest questions we get is, why? 
sometimes we don't have the answers to all of these whys. But you don't always have to have all the answers. NPR's Life Kit is here to help you get through the toughest parenting moments. Listen and subscribe to Life Kit.